just remind the Lord <clears throat> that's the scripture. The Lord just laid upon the heart really this morning, I guess, when we read it. Kind of stood out, got back in this evening, hadn't really had a chance today to, to read through it much, and, and just kind of got back in this evening. It seemed like the Lord just started opening up a few things and, and felt led that that was where the Lord had us to go. Don't really know what and all. Uh, we'll say it's over in Matthew, <coughs> uh, but just just some thoughts that come out in this to us, and uh, just, just pray maybe it'll help us. Thank you, yeah. uh, get maybe just a little bit more of an understanding of things uh, as they take place in, in our lives and in our people's lives. Uh, but uh, but it won't read in the tenth chapter of Matthew is where we start reading. And, uh, I, I think it just it, it it reads down through where the Lord. Uh, called these disciples unto him here. Um, and that's the fifth verse uh, as, it, as, it, as it goes through those names of the, the disciples. <clears throat> it comes down to about the fifth verse of the tenth chapter. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> and I'll start reading there in the fifth verse. <clears throat> it says, These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into, the, and into any city of, Samarit, of Samaritans. Enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils, Freely, freely ye have received, freely give. For provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your person, nor scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves. For the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, Inquire who in it is worthy. And there abide till ye go thence. And when ye come into a house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the council, and they will scourge you in the, their synagogues, and ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. And when, but when they deliver you up, take no thought or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour, what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father shall, and the father, the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents, and cause them to be put to death, and ye shall be hated. Of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in the city. Flee ye into another. Verily I say unto you. Ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel. Till the son of man be come. The disciple 
is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as a as his master and the servant as as his Lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of his household? Fear them not, therefore, for there is fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid. That shall not be known. What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both body, both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the fire, the very hairs of your head are, are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Whosoever, therefore, shall confess me before men, he, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on the earth. On earth, I am not to send peace. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father. And the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall, shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my name's sake, for my sake, shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet. In the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. I know that's a bunch of reading right there. But it's that whole chapter that the Lord sort of been a dealing with my heart on. And you think in this and, 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 and take it in its whole context of, of, this, of this chapter. And we see where that the Lord came by and He called, he called these disciples, uh, as, you, as you get to reading by, as He came by their way, He called them out from where they were. He came by their way in, in, in a manner, and he, and he looked at each one of them, and he said, "You come follow me." And you find where, where Peter and, 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 and James and, and, and John and, and these others here, uh, they left their fathers and they left their, their their boats, they left their jobs, they left everything they had, and they started following Christ. Well, as as they followed Christ, he started he he sent them out. And he sent them out and he told them there at that one point, he said, don't go under the Gentiles, don't go down to Samaria. He said, I want you to go under the lost sheep of Israel. He sent them with a purpose at this particular time. And, and, and he had them going out at points to, to preach under the Gentiles, to preach under the Samaritans. And he had them at, but he sent them under the lost sheep of Israel at this point. He sent them down there because uh, these were the very ones that didn't want to receive him. These were the very ones that didn't want to uh, 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 take of what he had to preach in that day. But he sent them out and he told them, he said, you don't take nothing with you. He said, don't put nothing in your purse. 
you take, you take uh, 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 one coat, don't take two. <clears throat> and he sent them down there to what the world may look at as being unprepared and not having anything with them. Uh, that's the way you would look at it naturally if you were sending a man out to do something and, and sending him to go, to go uh, uh, out into uh, another place. You, you, you'd normally, as the way we think about it, you'd start loading him down with things to take with him uh, for his journey and for, for his time there. And, and, and what if he goes down there and he's not received and somebody don't invite him in to eat? But he said, you go down there and, 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 and you go unto these and you find whose word. Who's worthy? What does is, what is, uh, uh, that word worthy mean? It means uh, deserving. So the Lord's sending them out unto some people to find out who's deserving. Who's worthy of these things? And, 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 and that's where my heart is in this season is thinking about where does their worth come from? What makes these people worthy? And if you read all through this scripture right here, uh, the Lord's explaining to them as you go unto these people, he said, if they receive you, if they receive who you are, they receive this that you're bringing before them, then they are worthy. They're deserving of you to come into their house. And he told these men, he said that, 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 that the workman was worthy of his meat. So, in other words, you're doing what I told you to do. And if, if you get accepted, then you're deserving of what you get when you go into that house. You partake of that meat, you sit down with these people, and you partake of that, you're worthy of, of that, and they're worthy of you being there. And, 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 and I wanted to say all of that to say this, this really wants you to get your mind into this. this is, there's a whole lot here that will explain a lot of questions and a lot of things that, that, that's in a lot of people's minds and in a lot of people's uh, uh, world that's going on today. And we won't, a lot of times when we look, and, and do we not say, Mike, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of anything. There's nothing in my life worthy of Christ. And, but the Lord's explaining to them here what makes people worthy. What makes people deserving of Christ. What in our, what in our world, Jim, makes us ever deserving or worthy that the Lord would come into our house, would come into our life and set up His abode and be willing to sup with us, to eat with us. He told them there in that as they, as they went out, as they went out to it, He said, He said, freely ye, in the eighth verse, freely ye have received, freely give. And as, 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 I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I want to, Get this out the way the Lord showed it to us. These disciples, God called them. God put a call unto them and He said, you come follow me. Jay, they made a choice to walk away from father, from mother. And at that moment, they made a choice, Bobby, to leave what they had and to follow Jesus Christ. And... And, and they gained a walk with God, a walk with Christ, an acceptance of Jesus which made them acceptable to the Father by receiving the Son. Freely they received that. So what did He tell them to do? Freely give. You and I, as born again children of God, there was a time in our life, Barbara, when God said, come. When God said, follow me, you forsake uh, everything, and you come follow me. And when we did, Mike, when we made that decision, and we stepped out, and we come to the Lord. We got, we got the blessing. We got the the, the 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 things of God bestowed upon us, and we we gained a walk with God. So we got that freely. We got it freely. So God's telling us to offer it unto everybody else freely. No, no strings attached. And, and you just pray, the Lord help me get this out. He says, uh, on down, he said, uh, provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses. So don't take nothing with you. But you just take, uh, you take what, they didn't have nothing when the Lord found them. But they had, what they did have, they had to deny every day. They had to 
walk away from everything they had, uh, the, 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 the fishing career, whatever they had going on, the parents, everything, they had to walk away from that. So he's telling you, you go to these people without anything else. But my name and my word. And when they, when they go out, he says, he said, provide neither, neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses nor scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for a workman is worthy of his meat. In other words, God's saying, I'll provide when you go. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire in it, in it is worthy. Inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go thence. So he's, He's, he's leaving it up to them. Where you go, see who's worthy. See who's deserved. And and uh, and when you come into a house, salute it. And if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart... Out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. And then he says, Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And, 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 and I want you to think, as the Lord's sending them out in that, it, 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 what we just read there, he said, if, if whosoever shall not receive you nor hear your word, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. And what the Lord is saying is when you go, you inquire who's worthy. I'm trying to get around to something. I want you to see this real clear, real plain now. You go find who's worthy. To, to, and, 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 and then you can turn on over in this. I won't just skip on over. In about the 30... thirty second, maybe let me start in the 32nd of that same chapter. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall they of his own shall and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Now you think about that. You know what variance is, I'll tell you the definition. Any alteration or change of a condition. And and, and he speaks up there of denying that's refusing something or rejecting it. And he, he tells us that whosoever would uh, uh, shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father in heaven. And then he goes on to tell us there how that he didn't come to bring peace, but to brought a sword. Now, I know if, if you think about that in your regular mind, that don't sound right, does it? Then he comes to bring variance. And I'll read you that again. That's any alteration or change of a condition. He come to change something, and he said there. It said he brought ver to bring variance against against uh, uh, his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter in law against her mother in law. And you think about what did the Lord do when he come by these disciples? He changed their conditions. He changed their situations. He altered. The natural order of the way we would naturally look at things. He took them away from their parents. He wanted their decision to be, I'm going to follow God, 
No matter who else does, I'm going to follow God. Now, he's not causing, wanting to cause trouble. Uh, God's not the author of confusion. He's not trying to cause trouble between a family. But there's got to come a time in your life when you deny what your natural flesh wants. You've got to look away from father and mother. You've got to look away from son or daughter. And you've got to see Jesus as being that one that you're going to follow. That, that's the variance he's talking about. That's the alteration of our natural mind. It, it, it's to get us changed from looking towards anybody else or anything else. We've got to receive him wholly as our Savior above all other things. I've got to look and if my wife turns her back on God or if my wife goes another way, if my children turn and they go another way, then my heart has got to choose God Almighty, my Savior Jesus Christ above all things. So He come to set a variance there. You want me to tell you something about salvation? It's not a family thing between me, my wife, and my children. And then whatever happens in, in that manner, if one of them gets mad at Mike, then that don't make me have to be mad at Mike. If something like that comes up, then I've got to follow God for myself. And when it comes down uh, uh, to any of this, those that are going to deny God has to deny themselves or have to accept. Uh, uh, those that are going to deny themselves accept God. You're going to deny God. You've got to receive the word. Listen as it goes on in this. I'll get on around some of this here in a minute. But it said in the 37th, He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Okay, what did he, what did he, what did he say over there a while ago? If, if they, they went into a house that was worthy and received them, they, they were they were worthy. If they received them, they were deserving of them staying there. So when Christ comes by, if you can't forsake everything else in your life and put Him first, then we're not found worthy. So how are we found worthy? Not to reject Him. Not to reject His Word. Not to deny Him. Not to refuse Him. And, 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 and then it goes on down. It says, And He that taketh not His cross and followeth after Me is not worthy of Me. And, and to be deserving of God... You've got to receive God. Amen. That's, that's where I'm trying to get around to this. What makes a man unworthy? Is, that, is, is it that he is, is created for hell? Is it that uh, before the foundation of the world that, that he was, that he was uh, uh, set in order to go to hell? No. No. What makes a man worthy or unworthy is whether or not he's willing to receive. See, God, Jesus Christ sent His Word out. How, the Bible said, how can they hear without a preacher? The Bible says, faith uh, cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word. So when, when the Word is brought by somebody's way, that's what these disciples were doing. They had nothing else with them. They went in without anything like And they were going in to be received. It didn't look like they had anything to offer. They just wanted to be received. And when they were denied, these people left their house and they shook the dust off. And it said that those people, uh, 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 the Word of God said right there, it said it'd be more tolerable Said, Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So, when we come down to the day of judgment, I'm going to turn over here and mention the 25th chapter of Matthew. We come down to that moment, and there's going to be a judgment made on whether we're worthy or not. Whether or not we're worthy to go to heaven. And what's going to determine that is whether or not we received the Word when it came our way. Or whether we denied it 
As, as the word of God said, but whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. What's going to bring denial on a man's life is not predetermined. What's going to bring denial on a man's life is that he didn't receive the word when he came by his way. And it'd be, it'll be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than it'll be for that man. If we reject, see, in that day, uh, 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 in Sodom and Gomorrah, Christ hadn't came. Christ did not uh, uh, came yet. They were rejecting God. They were going about and doing their own things and, and living a reprobate life over there in that day. But there had never been Jesus Christ preached to But I want you to understand, in, in this day, as these disciples went out and they preached unto the lost sheep of Israel, as He preached unto these people, they were bringing a gospel of Jesus Christ. And if that was not received, if it was denied, then He was going to deny them before the Father. So to be accepted and, 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 and to be worthy, deserving of heaven, you've got to receive Jesus Christ through the Word that brought to you. That's where the church comes into this. I, I know today a lot of times the church is, is set aside and, and, and like there's no use to the church anymore. But I'm telling you, it takes the church. It takes the born again children of God going out into the highways and the hedges, going out here on our jobs. It's not everybody that's going to walk in this church, Jim, and hear the gospel. It's not. But you know what? It's our job, Tommy, when we're out there in the grocery store, when we're out there on the job, to compel them to go unto them, to offer them. And we don't have to have anything else to give them but God. That's all we've got. They didn't take nothing else with them. They didn't try to buy people's ways. They didn't try to didn't try to show off their. I know a lot of times today people try to draw people into church with with these programs and everything's good. And I love to do things with the church, but it ain't all about our programs. There's a lot today trying to show off how big their church is, how beautiful their church is. And they've got a lot of things to try to draw people in. That ain't the way the Lord told us to go to people. We go to people in the Spirit of God. And let the Spirit do the work. He said up there in the 20th verse, For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. What's going to get our people saved is that that's dwelling down on the inside of the child of God. They may look at us and they'll think, well, you ain't got nothing going on down there at the church. They may look and say, say you've not got a, a youth program, you've not got all. They may look at a whole lot of things and have a, lot, a whole lot of criticism, but you want to know what's going to speak to people? The Spirit of God. And if they reject the Spirit of God, then the Lord's going to deny them one day. It won't be our fault for not changing with the world and with not going with new ways, new things, new programs, new changing the way of God. That won't be your fault. But when that spirit goes to knocking and they look and they say, I don't want that in here. Then you, all you can do is shake the dust off. All you can do. We can't force people, Mike, to receive us. We can't shove our way in the doors of their heart and force Jesus Christ down into their life. They've got a choice to make. They've got a decision to make. The Word of God is going to do its part. And it will give every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl an opportunity at salvation. It's up to them, according to the Word of God, to receive it. That means to take it in. They will be some, according to the Word of God, that will deny that means refuse or reject it. So don't take it out of people's hands and say that man ain't got a thing to do with receiving Jesus Christ. That's what the Word of God says. 
And, 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 and in that, that's what's going to make them worthy. He said, he that taketh not his cross up his cross and followeth after me is not worthy. If we're not willing to reject everything else in this world, if we're not willing to take our eyes off of everything else in this world and receive God Almighty down in our heart as Savior, we're not deserving of salvation. That's what makes a man worthy. It's not by our good works. It's not by our, 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 our renowned name in the community. It's not by any of these things. It's not by our wealth. We're all equal. He came unto the Jews. He came unto the Gentiles. He preached unto whosoever will. He brought the gospel unto everyone. The Bible said He came to save sinners. Who in this world is a sinner? Everybody. Everybody. Not a few. Not just one or two. He said many are called, but few are chosen. These disciples went by many houses. And some of them received them in. And by receiving them, they received Christ. And through that, they became part of the elect of God. When you receive Jesus Christ, you become part of His kingdom. I don't, I don't, I don't go with all that, and that's why the Lord was still walking here. Well, I'm going over. I want to go over to the 25th chapter of Matthew, and in about the 31st verse. And I know this is all familiar, and, and, and read every bit of this as you can. But this is, this is where the Lord led us, led us to. He said in the 31st verse, When the Son of Man shall come in His glory, and all His angels with Him, then shall He sit upon the throne of His glory. And before Him shall be gathered all nations, and He shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And He shall set the sheep on His right hand, and the goats on His left, then shall the king say unto them that are on his that to them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me in, naked, and ye clothed me. I was sick, and ye visited me. I was in prison, and ye came unto me. And Now listen, I want you to understand something. I want you to go back and remember how he sent those disciples out. With no money, no shoes, no script, no nothing. That's the way he sent them unto people, wasn't it? They didn't have anything. Now listen, it says, Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord... When saw we thee and hungered and fed thee, or thirsty and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Now I want you to pay real close attention here. I know this might be different tonight, but I want you to really pay attention here to this. What, what he told both of them. He tells the goat, he tells the, the sheep, and he tells the goats the same thing. Nothing, no different from one side to the other except enter in and depart. But listen, he said, "Then shall he say unto them on his on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, 
into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. He didn't say it's prepared for them, did he? Okay. He says, for I was in hunger and you gave me no meat. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and you took me not in. Naked and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison and ye visited me not. Then shall they also answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered or a thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them saying, Verily I, I say unto you, Inasmuch as ye did it, did, did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal, into life eternal. Now do you see where, what I'm getting to tonight? How, how did he send those men out without anything? He sent them out hungry. He sent them out without clothing. He sent them out without purse. How did the Lord tell these men right here? How did he tell on the day of judgment? How's he telling the sheep and how's he telling the goats that he came to them? I came to you hungry. I came to you naked. And he said, Lord, when? As often as you've done it unto one of the least of these, my brother, you've done it unto me. How does the word get delivered? Reminding your life. How do we go before men? If they're not going to receive us, just like to be worthy, to be deserving, to receive the Lord, or to, to, to have the blessings of God in the day of judgment, you're going to have to receive His word. You're going to have to receive His people. You're going to have to deny everything else in this life and you're going to have to accept Him. Or when? When? It's often you've done it unto one of the least of these. My brethren, you've done it unto me. There were some that when they saw Christ brought through the Word of God, through the preaching of the Gospel, received it on that day. And there's some that reject it. There's some that turn it away. That's the ones that enter in. That's the ones that's not worthy. Those that reject the Word of God. So well, you're still he's, he's, he's telling about uh, about a day when there's going to be a separation, and you can read over in the second chapter of the book of Hebrews. He said, "Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip." For if the word spoken by the angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? How are you going to escape hell when you turn away the gospel? When you deny the word of God and won't receive it? God is not sending anybody to hell. God is not... Uh, doesn't set all these things in order and, 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 not, and, and only certain going to get certain ain't. I just read it to you. What makes you worthy? Receiving. Taking in. What makes you unworthy? Undeserving. Denying. Rejecting. Neglecting. Salvation when it's knocking on your door. It's not going to come in in a pretty manner. These men was dirty. These men were, didn't have no money on them. These men were not clothed in, in fine apparel. It comes to you looking like there's really nothing there to accept. But once you receive it in, you inherit the goodness of God. You inherit all the things of heaven. Faith cometh by hearing. What is faith? The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. That's looking at, at, at Christ Himself naked. That's looking at Christ Himself without anything other than Him being your Savior and receiving Him into your heart through the preached Word of God. It's not the prettiest thing, but boy, you receive the greatest gift. 
It's pretty once you get in on it. But before that, it looks like just a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of condemnation, a bunch of repentance, a bunch of sorrow, a bunch of harm, a bunch of hurt. But once you ever receive that, then you, you're one of these days you're going to get to enter into the glories of God and inherit the goodness of God. But you reject that and deny that, and one day you're going to hear, depart from me. And you know what you'll be reminded of? That day when you rejected the gospel. You know what? If you receive it, you know what? When you're standing there in fear, hey, y'all listen to what I read. Don't fear man, but you fear God which can destroy your soul and body in hell. You've got to come to that place, Bobby, where we, we say nothing else matters, nobody else matters. He's calling me to follow Him. He's knocking on my door through the Word of God, through the preaching of the Gospel. He's knocking on my door. It's my time to, for variance to come, for the sword to divide me from every other thing in this world besides Jesus Christ. This world, this, this Word cuts asunder, it divides, and it cuts. When I got saved, I didn't think nothing about my parents. I didn't, wasn't thinking nothing about my papa. I wasn't thinking nothing about my sister. All those things were cut away from my mind and my heart at that moment. And I wanted a Savior. How, how, could, I, if, how could I have got, received that? If I had neglected. How would I have escaped that if I had neglected and when we stand before the Lord and they're like, Lord, when? You know what? There's going to be a remembrance come back to that night in my life when I gave my heart and life to Jesus Christ. When I received Him in. When He knocked and He came by my way through the preached Word of God, by the man of God that came by my way. I'm going to remember that day. There's going to be a remembrance that will come across my life. And those that have rejected and denied the gospel of Jesus Christ, there'll come a day when that remembrance will come upon them. When in their heart they're like saying, I was a good person. I never treated nobody wrong. And the Lord says, when I come, Lord, when did you come by my way? It might have been that co-worker on the job that says, won't you go to church with me Sunday? That woman that didn't look like they, they had much to their life. And they said there was a day in my life uh, and when they shared their testimony out there on the job or down there in the grocery store or just wherever you might be and you shared that gospel about when, when the Lord come by your way and, and, and you didn't have nothing. You freely received Him and you're, you're trying your best to freely give Him. Most friends of past, all you've got to do is let me in. Let the Lord into your life. That's going to come by every man's remembrance. And there'll be a time when you remember you were changed from an old goat to a sheep. And you'll see where you just stayed an old goat. There never was a change. And there wasn't a newness of life ever entered into you. You chose the ways of the flesh. You chose the ways of this world. And you rejected and refused God. That will come across everybody's mind one of these days. Everybody's heart. People don't want to hear. You, you read all over in that in the next chapter of that over in Hebrews. And, and, and I've read it and preached from it. You just know. But he said to take heed, brethren, lest there be any of you uh, of an evil heart of unbelief and departing from the living God. He, he says, he said, but exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. There is an ability to harden your life and deceive yourself through sin that you're going to be all right and you'll stand before the Lord and He'll say, you're a good old boy. You're a good old girl. But yet you didn't want to receive God the way He said. Through a broken contract spirit, just realizing that you're a lost sinner. That God came to seek and to save you. 
one of the lost sheep to retrieve you, to knock on your heart, and you're going to reject him. That's the realization of this. It's not just our, our truth. There's a choice to be made. And I would unto God that every man would choose, that every woman would choose Jesus Christ when He comes to the preach. And they realize it's not, it's not about nobody else, not about anything else, but at that moment, it's about Him wanting to come into your house. That's the importance of what we do when we carry the gospel every day of our life. You can't lay it on my shoulder. You can't say it's up to the preacher to preach down there every Sunday. God's got that laid on my shoulders, but it's Him that's laying it there. But I'm going to tell you something. He's got something laid on everybody's shoulders in here if you're a born-again child of God. You're carrying something with you every day. Do you have to take any thought about it? Well, you know how easy I can tell myself, tell my salvation story? I don't have to take no thought to that. Lord gives me that. I've got a testimony. I've got something to tell. And he said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I've got something to tell. What, just the youngest youngest Christian uh, that there is, that, 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 that uh, Ray getting saved Sunday right here, he's got something to tell. That brother getting saved up at Chestnut Grove Sunday, he's got something to tell. But they only been in about three days. I don't care. They got something to tell. And to go out into this world and just, just present Jesus Christ. And it's up to this world whether they receive it or not. They're going to have to come to it. And you know what? The Lord will come in and He'll sit down. He's been knocking at the door. He'll come in and He'll sit down and He'll suck with them. He comes. Through His children. We're the ones sent out to present Him. We're the ones sent out to go beckon under the lost soul. That's what the church is here for. We're not here for our glory. We're not here to be lifted up. We're not here to be honored. We're here to follow what the Master said. And if they'll receive us, they'll be receiving Him. If they receive Him, then they've received the Father. There's a, there's a way that the Lord expected us to be done. And He's sending us. And when they reject us, and they re- he, he said right there, He said, they call Him the ill above. They call Him the devil. What do you think that people going to call us? Said they hated Him. He said that. They hated Him, but will hate you too. There's going to be some that will reject Him because they don't want they don't want this. You can mention the Lord to some people, and I don't want them to do that. You just take it on down the road. You know what it's our job to do? To offer. And you know what it's up to do when they receive it or reject it? It's that plain, it's that simple. There's too many people complicating this. There's too many people getting their own thoughts in this, their own ways in this. They're twisting the word of God. They keep twisting up. There's no way to misinterpret whosoever. There's no way to misinterpret all. There's no way to misinterpret everyone. He said, even the very elect, if they could be, if they, you see, that, put that word very something, that, that, That's something that's emphasized as being something. It's very, it's that. You know what the very elect is? That's those of us that call in the seed of God. We can't be the seed. We can't be the seed. It don't mean that somebody sitting in the pew under the gospel can't reject that they can't be the seed. That's not what that means. The very elect are those of us that already come under the knowledge of salvation. That when in your call and the few are chosen, when that call goes out, we've answered. 
And we were chosen. And because we received the call, then the call received us. We're chosen because we chose to hear the gospel. To listen when it knocked on our heart. Preacher, those that he did foreknow, he did predestinate. He predestinated to be the, the children of God, the sons of God. I ain't quoting exactly right. He did. His son was predetermined to die for man's sin before the foundation of this world. And you know what God predetermined? In his foreknowledge, that man's going to have to receive him or I'm going to reject him. That's what was predetermined. If we was not going to get by without receiving Jesus Christ to go ahead. And if we deny that, then we are going to hell. Only because we rejected and denied. I don't know why the Lord sent that this evening, but that you me just like a ton of bricks this morning. Sitting down there. And then when I got home this evening, I I couldn't get nothing else on my heart, nothing else on my mind. The Lord just hammered that on me this evening. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not a gospel that I just started preaching. I want you to understand that. I'm not, I'm not preaching circumstance. I'm not preaching current events. If you could go back to whatever 12 years ago when God called me to preach, and you could find some messages, I preached this same gospel. I preach this same thing. I've not changed. And I will not change. I won't turn. And I won't back up or back down from what I believe. Because it's the book. I just read to you. God just proved Himself through. If you want to deny that, then that's up to you. But I'm going to stand on it. God don't change His mind. And He don't change His word. He's not going to preach me one way one day and preach me another way the next. It's going to preach the same. And I promise you, I came not into this with some great education and some great knowledge. That's one reason I thought preaching as long as I did because I knew how ignorant I was. Everything that I've ever learned come through, the Spirit of God has been on this thing. And I, I can boast in nothing that I've ever said or nothing that I know. Because I'm in The Lord reveals. And if you seek Him, He'll open that Word to you and He will reveal the truth to you. That's what God gives us tonight. I thank the Lord for His Word.